You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive. Your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? Um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic. <laughs> Um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my us, line of questioning? Because so we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think women can <laughs> so get pregnant. So you are denying that trans people exist? Thank and that leads... Wow. Oh, that is my favorite argument when you say that men can't get pregnant and you're denying trans people's existence. We're not denying their existence. We're questioning their sanity. But, hi. Welcome to another episode of A Couple of Hoosiers Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Kurtz. And I'm your co-host, Charlie Goldsmith. And we are going to cover a couple of topics today. Um... There's uh, been a few stories that I want to talk about. Uh, first off, the Georgia Guidestones. We've mentioned them a couple times in the podcast. They were recently uh, blown up and find it interesting. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Joe Biden recently sold a lot of oil from our, uh, what was it, the Strategic Reserve yeah, the strategic petroleum reserves that are like normally reserved for like times of war for us. Uh, so we sent a bunch of that overseas. And then we're also going to cover uh, some of the recent uh, SCOTUS decisions, the Supreme Court decisions that uh, have happened. But uh, real quick, let me throw this ad up for you guys. Um, just a uh, Little thing so you guys can know where to find us. Uh, we have a website, coupleofhoosiers.com. You can find the audio pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, the videos are up on YouTube, and they're also up on Rumble, just in case anything happens with uh, YouTube. So just so if anybody knows that they start watching this and they don't see us on YouTube, you guys will be able to find us on Rumble. Um, I upload both of them over there so yeah let's uh go ahead and get into this uh first article from the new york post let me bring it up real quick so from the new york post satanic georgia guidestones partially destroyed in early morning bombing so this happened uh a couple weeks ago uh what was it uh i believe it was uh july 6th yeah july 6th uh, a Georgia monument that is re referred to as the American Stonehenge and believed by some to be satanic was partially destroyed in a bombing attack Wednesday, officials said. The explosive device went off around 4 a.m. near the Georgia Guidestones, a site about seven miles north of Elberton. 
the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said. Elbert County Sheriff's Office personnel responded to the scene to discover a large portion of the monument was obliterated. So, yeah, um, 19 foot tall. Wow, those are big. But they were uh, put up in 1980. Um, It's still a mystery today who actually did it. Uh, It was commissioned by an unknown person or group under the name R.C. Christian. R.C. Christian. Yeah, there's a little picture of uh, what happened. I don't know if this actually shows the video, but you can, they, they do have video of it. I don't have it up. Uh, but it looks... A lot of people are saying that it's probably amateur because uh, probably the way that the explosive, the explosives were like set up on the stones um, and it only took out one stone. But... Uh, the thing about it that uh, some people are saying is um, the former Georgia gubernatorial Republican candidate Candace Taylor claimed the guide zones are satanic and made demolishing them part of her platform. And she went to Twitter. God is God all by himself. He can do anything he wants to do. That includes striking down satanic guide stones. Uh, she tweeted that a few hours after the bombing, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just uh, it's just pretty crazy when this happened. Uh, let me pull up this picture of the uh, English side. There were eight languages that were written on it. Um, but here's the English one. We're gonna kind of like go through it. So uh, first off, it says uh, to maintain humanity. Under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Uh, now, when you take into account that uh, uh, just the United States alone has around like I think it's like 350 million people, um, that like gives you a real good idea on where they were looking at. Um, but uh, guide re- reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. So that sounds like some eugenics type stuff to me. Um, not a big fan of that. Um, the third one is unite humanity with a living new language. So then the next one is going to be rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. The next one is protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Uh, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So yeah, it's a little definitely uh, like some uh, some uh, globalist sounding stuff. But which I am not well, a fan of globalism. To an extent, like when that when I first seen that stuff, some of those things I kind of agree with. Like you know, we are overpopulated, but it's yeah. not because we breed too much. Oh, no. I, I believe we are. 
like and okay, that Gates. leave that leave room for nature. You know, I understand that. That's why I say that we're overpopulated because we're gonna. It's almost like Star Wars, dude. If you think about some of them planets you would come across that were completely buildings and like there was no grass, no trees, no nothing. There was artificial air. That they yeah, had but to- I mean, uh, we got we got plenty of like. Uh- areas that we preserve nature and all that stuff all the national parks yeah, that we have forests and, and shit I mean, yeah there's plenty of it i mean there I, is i'm I, not I, saying that we're we're in danger of like you know overpopulation right now because there is still places we could go and still places we could expand there's still uncharted areas on land not very many but there are a few you know not very many, but it's no. also because right. they're so freaking hazardous you know it'd mm-hmm. be almost stupid to try and live there or explore it or whatever you know but oh yeah definitely i don't know i don't know i I, I just don't Mm. i think we spend too much money keeping uh like dude as one of my best friends if it ever comes to the point in my life that i don't know who the hell i am (laughs) from day to day to shoot me just shoot me, please. Don't take away you my know? fun. If you don't have know a little who you fun are, with I'm going to have for a like couple months. Yeah, have, have a little fun with me for a couple months. <laughs> you know. I'll make but you after a while, put me out of my misery. States. <laughs> and I will win. <laughs> if Biden won, I can well, win. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and transition into that. Joe Biden, He's uh, he just sold oh, a bunch God. of our reserve oils to uh, um to uh, some countries overseas. Let's get to this article from the Federalist. So from the Federalist, Biden sold oil from emergency reserves to Chinese gas giant tied to his scandal-plagued son. Uh, So this was also a couple weeks ago, uh, July 8th. Uh, On Wednesday, Reuters revealed that more than 5 million barrels of oil from the nation's strategic petroleum reserves were sent overseas as part of President Joe Biden's latest release initiated in March. Some of that oil went to India, some the Netherlands, and some was sent to China, where the president's son has engaged in years of potentially criminal business activity, embroiling the Biden White House in scandal since the 2020 campaign. Um, On Thursday, the Washington Free Beacon published new details about the Chinese oil shipments from the U.S. emergency reserves that Biden promised were tapped to ease the pain that families are feeling in the United States from high energy prices. So basically Uh, he was saying, I'm I'm pulling this out of here to help the Americans and it ends up shipping it overseas. Yeah, that's that's pretty much... um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much uh, what the White House like released. Like the reason why they did this was to kind of like shock the the uh, uh, I don't know the the I don't know what word I'm looking for, but they wanted to like kind of use it as like an an economic strategy to bring prices down. But how the hell would that bring prices down by shipping our oil away? Wouldn't that make the prices go up because it would make it more scarce considering the pipelines have been shut down and we have to wait for them to restart and all that, which is going to probably take the better part of two to three years. He may not even be in office by the time they get up and run it again. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I went on a little rant. Yeah, this whole there, thing. I mean, I mean, when you look at it, like uh, the biggest thing that troubles me about it is that he like took it from the from our uh, strategic reserves, which, like I said, it's supposed it's meant to be there to uh, supply us with oil in our times of war, and a lot of the way that this administration has been going with. Um, funding pretty much uh, a lot of the stuff that's going on with Ukraine and Russia. And you even had uh, a reporter asking Biden how, uh, how long are the American people going to have to suffer these high gas prices uh, for the uh, Ukrainian war? And he was like, as long as it takes. I mean, the whole thing is stupid. Uh, uh, yeah, we've we've sent money over there. We've sent millions of dollars over there. We've sent weapons over there. A lot of it. I've seen. Uh, I I don't know how true it is. I know I've seen a lot of people like posting pictures of them in like some um, like army outfits and stuff like that, saying that they went over there to help the Ukrainians fight. I just don't think it's our issue. Um, even if you look at like um, how we're tied in with like the United Nations and all that globalist stuff. Um, they're not even members of the United Nations. It, I, it's like it's sad for those people. I remember, uh, like when Russia first started in, invading. Like I was seeing them, like all the planes thri- uh, fly through and bombing buildings. And I mean, it's it's sad for them. But I I just don't think that um, the United States should be acting as like the world's police. Like we've done that way too much in uh, our our history and. I don't know, especially when we're hurting at home and they're going to do stuff like this. But uh, Right. I mean, it kind of goes with what was released uh, yesterday that I was telling you about, about his uh, his his mental fitness is being yeah. questioned now. You know, two and a half years into his term, his mental fitness is finally being questioned. When this dude has been, everybody knows, has been batshit crazy. Well, honestly, crazy I looked he... up the video that you were talking about, and honestly, that doctor uh, uh, who uh, was the doctor for Obama and stuff like right. that, uh, he actually said that, I think, closer to when he was actually put in office when he was uh, inaugurated yeah. or whatever. But uh, speaking of his uh, mental state of being, let's go ahead and watch this video real quick. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote oh, and cast hilarious. a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political, or, or maybe precise, not and or, or political power. That's another saying that you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. Wow. Oh, Repeat my gosh. Yeah, he... He literally read the instructions <laughs> that were on the teleprompter. And the White House was saying that he meant to say that. Like, they're trying to cover it up for him and be like, no, that, yeah, that's actually... No. He, people say that all the time. Repeat the line. Oh, my gosh. Like, the end of quote part, I can kind of get. Uh, some people, when they're quoting somebody, they'll say end of quote or something like that but to say repeat the line i mean this isn't the first time that biden has done this it's uh, I, I yeah he's actually done it quite often like there was an instance uh I, I can't remember the exact date or nothing it was uh something one of my buddies told me about and i actually looked it up but uh he uh 
he got off the plane, and in his earpiece, they were telling him, salute the Marines. But instead of saluting them, he looked at them and said, salute the Marines, and kept walking. Yeah, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Like you, uh, let's, go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and look at uh, another uh, fine example of our great, glorious commander-in-chief. So, for the audio listeners, uh, we're seeing images of literal instructions telling him, like, step-by-step what he's supposed to be doing, and it's... America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, inspirational words, but inspirational words. Come on, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> wow. <sighs> That's hilarious. I think, I think it's approval rating. I think it's approval rating. Uh, last I saw, I, I want to say it's either like in the 30s or maybe high 20s. But uh, he was recently caught in a video. Uh, somebody asking him uh, if he plans on running for president again. And he was saying like his his approving approval ratings in like the 90% or whatever. I'm like, 92%. no. No, and that was a, uh, he, he's <laughs> manipulating facts. There is uh, a fact out there of saying that if he ran, uh, 92% would vote for him, but it was under a stipulation that he was running against Trump. Right. 92% yeah. said that they would vote for him if he was running against Trump. Not if he... Not if he went for a second term. (laughs) Honestly, even when you look at that, like, even if he ran against Trump, I mean, people would still choose this guy over Trump. That's. I don't really believe that. Like, neither do I, I, but as much as they say, you know, all these people are against Trump and everything like that. Now, I know I only live in one little state, but I figure there'd be Mm -hmm. some people talking up Biden. But there's not one person here that I know, and I know quite a few people to talk to a lot, quite a few people. See, a lot, that a like lot Biden. more uh, Trump flags and Trump stickers than you do Biden stickers. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell, I, I know mean, some people that were all for Biden, and after he got elected, they were like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. <laughs> doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> I mean, you'll see, like, on Twitter, like, I, I think I've said this before, like, you'll you'll go on Twitter and, like, who's ever sending out Biden's tweets. I mean, at least with Trump, you knew that Trump was sending out those tweets, which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah, I wish I was actually not. on Twitter while he was doing that. But, I mean, you, you look at, like, uh, Biden's tweets and you'll go in there and there's just, like, all these people that are on there, like, just – being like, yeah, you're doing a great job. Good job, Mr. President. Or then you'll have the people that are in there like, hey, how, when are you going to forgive a uh, student debt? When are you going to do that? But uh, I don't know. The guy's the guy's a complete joke. Um, I know. I know. A lot of people have been uh, bringing up the uh, question about him running, and like, it's kind of like they've been like. Um, uh, saying like, are you sure you're gonna run? Are you sure you want to run? Um, I know. Uh, what was it? Um, I think it was Stephen Colbert. I just saw uh, they had uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez on there, and uh, it was it was really funny because he was trying to get her uh, to like say that she was gonna run for president. And I just got to say, if if AOC runs for president, that 
that will be absolutely hilarious. Um, I would hate to see her as president, but I don't think that she's going to be a winning candidate for them. But uh, I don't know. I don't know who the Democrats are honestly going to put up. Uh, I I think it would be really dumb of them. I like I. Biden's lasted in office longer than I thought. Like literally, yeah. I thought when he was in, they were going to drop the twenty fifth on him and uh, just to put Kamala in the seat. But oh god, that would be uh, the oh. <laughs> like everybody, like constantly, like says, like impeach Joe Biden, and like in a sense, I agree. Like I mean, he's done a lot of horrible stuff. Like when you look at it, like the Afghanistan pullout and. Just, but what's, just a who's bunch gonna of, step in behind him? You know, that's the question. Who's that's step that's in exactly him? what I would always say. It's like, uh, well, after that you got Kamala, and then if you impeach her, then you got uh ah, what's that old lady? Damn it. Her name you know, I, my mind. I I don't know where this country would go if that woman ever stepped into the seat uh, of presidency because I recently watched a video of her giving uh, uh, a conference talking about this program they were installing, I guess, to pay illegal immigrants money yeah. so they could thrive here in the U.S. And there was actually a reporter that stood up and said, well, what are you going to do for the ones that done it, did it illegally, you know, did it right? And she was, she was like, what? And he, like, repeated the question. And she was like, why, why would I pay people for doing it right? She said it just like that, too. And she, like, stopped herself mid-sentence thinking, oh, I'm probably about to say something stupid. But I'm going to keep going. <laughs> you know? Keep going, yeah. She is not. She's definitely. I, I don't view myself as the smartest person in the world. I mean, I know a little bit about a lot. But, man, that that woman is not bright. No. No. But, uh, I mean, when you, when you look at, like, what they're doing with, like, uh, the illegals coming across the border, um, like, you could see videos of just, like, thousands of people down at the border literally waiting to get on buses to be transported out to all these various states. And, like, it brings it brings up the topic of uh, the Great Replacement Theory that I, I mentioned a little bit. But, I mean, really what that is is to bring all these people into these key states because what they do is, like, whether – whether you're here legally or illegally, or if you're just a natural born citizen, uh, when they do the census report, the illegals are still going to be counted in the census. So that goes into like the whole state's population. And that determines oh. like how many, uh, um, uh, electors they're going to have like for the electoral college and all that stuff. And if you like do it right for like the key states that are definitely going to swing one way, you're going to have more votes for the Democrats. Like the Great Replacement, a lot of a lot of the media likes to like portray it as like this like white supremacy. Like white people are afraid of being like replaces the majority. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that view that. I mean, but I mean, even when you look at like some of the uh, mainstream media, like uh, they they literally like say like by like 2050, where white people aren't going to be the majority. So I mean, they say it. Well, and then when let me tell you about the Great Replacement theory. Let me tell you, I, I kind of, it worries me to say so, but I kind of see it, you know, like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not racist by any means. And again, like you said before, I hate the fact that I even have to say that, but mm -hmm. around this area, 
white people were prominent where I'm staying, where mm-hmm. I'm at, you know, white people were prominent. And now like shit, just down the road, man, there, there's stores I don't even recognize anymore. Like I can't even pronounce the names of them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like seriously, man, and like mm-hmm. I got nothing against uh, Latinos by any means, but they're the biggest force I, that I comes do. here illegally. You know, I do like tacos. I really like tacos. <laughs> I love. <laughs> we got tacos. an authentic place right down the road from here, and that's, you know, it's I I got no problems with the ones that do it right, and I actually have um, quite a few Latino friends that I stay in touch with and everything. We've had discussions about it, and you know, <laughs> you think we don't like illegal Mexicans? They really don't like an illegal Mexican. A legal Mexican does not like an illegal Mexican because they went well, through I mean, all the. The pages and everything to do it mm-hmm. right to come into the country, and oh, these definitely. people just walked across. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's it's not even like uh, like the illegal Mexican part, like because like the the border crisis that we're facing right now goes like a lot deeper because oh, yeah. look into like uh, uh, the Chinese Con- Communist Party, they are mm-hmm. literally like funneling fentanyl through the border. Uh, yep. And like the media is not covering like the the severe like fentanyl deaths that were that were play that, uh, that we're facing in the states right now. Um, oh, there's if you there's uh, look up a guy uh, from that right now. If you look up a journalist, uh, Drew Drew Hernandez, I believe his name is. Yeah, uh, he recently did a uh, documentary about like the cartels on what they're doing uh, down at the border, like where they have like these. Uh, big marijuana farms and all that stuff and like a lot of people like oh yeah weed that's not that bad but when you like look into like their operation like it's like this criminal organization where they're hat they're like literally like forcing like all these uh uh illegals that are coming through like they're helping them get through but then they're forcing them to work on their farms uh and or they become mules yeah, mules. I mean the the whole situation. I'll that's get you in the states if you, if you take a bunch of you know stuff in your butthole. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, they do it though. They do it. They do it. But uh, let's let's uh, go ahead and get back into this article. There was uh, a few more things that I wanted to point out. Where to go? There it is. Okay, so. The Biden administration sold roughly 1 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to a Chinese state-controlled gas giant that continues to purchase Russian oil. We can't purchase the Russian oil, but, you know, China can. A move the Energy Department said would support American consumers in combat Putin's price hike. Because, yeah, that's, that's the reason I... Uh, people are dumb, but uh, the the Beacons Colin Anderson reported. Uh, oh, okay, so yeah, I'm just reading that wrong. But uh, keep it on going. Forget it. Biden's Energy Department in April announced the sale of 950,000 Strategic Petroleum Reserve barrels to Unipec, the trading arm of the China Petrochemical Corporation. That company, which is commonly known as Sinopec, is wholly owned by the Chinese government. Now, a fun fact about Sinopec, it's also tied to Hunter Biden, 
whose private equity firm BHR Partners bought a $1.7 billion stake in the company seven years ago. Hunter Biden's lawyer told the New York Times in November that the president's son no longer holds any interest directly or indirectly in either BHR or yeah, I'm not even going to try that word. Scan, scan, scania, tell us. See, that's why I didn't want to try it. But uh, according to the Washington Examiner, however, Hunter Biden remained listed as a part owner, owner of the firm. And I mean, when you like really like look into like uh, uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings that he had over there with these gas companies, I mean, uh, you literally had. Uh, Biden coming out uh, in this interview saying that there was like an investigation going on in the company that his son was working for and he told them that he was going to like I I can't remember exactly like what he what the amount dollars was but he was going to hold off like funding to uh, it was I don't remember you I'm sure people know about it. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but um, he was pretty much saying that if they didn't fire the investigator, like he was going to withhold fundings to this country that we were supposed to be supporting because we're always sending money to all these countries. But it's just hilarious when like you look at the media's coverage of like Trump and like they had impeached him uh, because he was saying that like he was, he was doing stuff like that. And then you literally have, Joe Biden on camera admitting it and just nothing. Well, you know that we don't send money to these countries. We are paying these countries because we're in debt to some of them. Like China, we're in debt to China. You know, so it's not like we're just giving them money. We're, you know, which is confusing how we could have gotten so in debt to I mean, there are countries that we do just send money to. I mean, like we had, um, what was it, um, like, just recently, we sent, like, millions of dollars over to Ukraine to help uh, fund their yeah. war. Um, was it was it Pakistan? I don't know. One of those Middle Eastern countries, uh, I know, uh, we sent a bunch of money over there for their gender studies or whatever. But, so, I mean, like, like I get, like, the process, like, yeah, we do owe some of these countries money, and we're in debt to some of them, but there are countries that we actually do send our taxpayer dollars to, and I... Yeah, I think we should stop funding everybody else and start helping ourselves, you know? Yeah. Especially... I mean, I do, I do feel bad right for now. Ukraine, but we're not in a position to support anybody right now, you know? Right. Yeah, we I got, do feel we got bad issues of our own. I mean, it might not be, like... Uh, another country like invading us or whatever, but I mean, there's plenty of other countries like right next door to them that could be helping them out. I mean, which uh-huh. they're they are, they are, they are. I don't know a lot. A lot of it like looks like how how far this is going to escalate um, with the whole Ukraine Russia situation. Like if it could actually turn into World War Three. Um, I know there was like a lot of talk uh, from Putin See, when we actually started sending stuff over there, and he was like saying, "If you guys keep this up, all I got to do is just send some uh, some some little gifts your way." Uh, meaning that bombs. would be the worst thing he could ever do. Oh, dude, definitely. But I mean, 
God, the whole the whole situation is just it is scary, man. Because you're right, you know. Because most people have always said, you know, after World War II, if there's ever a World War III, it'll probably be the end of humanity. Oh, definitely. Especially you know, because when you look at like all the nuclear arms races yeah. that we've had, like where people are just like, and everybody's and been crazy. ramping up on fucking you know all these nuclear weapons and although the un has rules about it and everything well we know how well rules are followed by anybody really Mm -hmm. you know if rules were followed we wouldn't have a slew of you know shipments of illegal guns on a weekly you know Mm -hmm. hell it might even be on a daily you know there's so many illegal guns passed around in this country it's probably almost as many legally as there is illegally so you really think these countries out here that are over the seas <laughs> aren't mm-hmm. making nuclear weapons, you know what I mean? Oh, they definitely are. And I understand where they're coming from to an extent. You know, well, you guys have nuclear weapons, why can't we kind of thing? You know, we have every right to defend our country, but then everybody thinks of it the same way, you know? And if one country sets them off, it's fucking over. It is over. It is over, oh. man. Yeah, it, it uh, is I over. know there's a... Here, let me try to look this up real quick. I know there's a... uh... Even if we could shoot that stuff down, the fallout from any nuclear weapon being detonated could be devastating. And you know there's going to be more than just one. Okay, yeah. So let me go ahead and pull this up. Nuke map. Okay, wow. so this is supposed to. Uh, yeah, um, yield. Okay, so these are like the different type of uh, bombs that Alex can uh, go off. This is supposed to be like the biggest uh, surface. Casualties. Now let's see what this does. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 just the immediate damage. Okay, that's not including fallout over years. You know that could. No, this is this also. uh, This is supposed to be like all the fallout. Um, I don't know if. Like, this is supposed to... Oh, the fireball radius? Oh, interesting. Um, thermal radiation. Fallout. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty interesting... Uh, pretty interesting website. Uh, Newt. Uh, nuclearsecrecy.com uh, forward slash nuke map. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, link this page in the blog. But I mean, that's when you like really look at like like what like the nuclear weapons can do and all that. It's what kilotons did you put in? Um, the yield. I put the uh, the Sar Bumba. 
the largest USSR bomb designed, uh, 100, I would say, metric tons, millitons, oh, megatons. Okay, so let's see. Uh, you said 100 megatons? Yeah. But yeah, I, I, what's really crazy is, uh, um, I think it was in New York. They just released this like, um, advertisement or whatever, like a PSA saying like what you should do in case of a, a nuclear bomb coming down. Like, it, it's really weird. Like they just like randomly out of the blue, um, came out with this video, like saying like what you should do in case of a nuclear bomb falling on the city. And, uh, I don't know. It's honestly like they know something that we don't know. But, I mean, if you, like, look at, like, how all that is, like, transpiring, um, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible that uh, a a world war could break out. And, yeah, definitely if it does, I mean, that's going to be devastating. You got anything else? Oh, I was just messing with this. Oh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get into uh, the main topic that I uh, want to jump into, uh, the recent uh, court decisions. But, yeah, that you know, would we've be, been... like, if any, just to finish that off, man, if there's ever a war where nuclear weapons are involved, it's over. We're, it's over. Yeah. Definitely. The only thing that'll live are cockroaches and the pieces of shit that try to run countries that are bunkered under the earth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, all right, yeah, um, so despite all that stuff and, like, a lot of the stuff that we've been, like, talking about uh, recently, whether it's, like, the child drag shows, whether it's the gun control, whether it's the potential of a nuclear war or a potential civil war. We've been talking about a, like a lot of like negative stuff that's been happening, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I want to bring like some like positive stuff out right now. So we got this article from the American Reveille, which if you're not following them, you need to go follow them. Um, and we got an article from Kinsley Kurtz. Promise there's no relation there. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, every it's recent conspiracy. conservative... It's a conspiracy. But uh, every recent conservative Supreme Court win summarized. All right, so the last few weeks have been tumultuous, turbulent, and downright exciting for conservatives in this country. As we learn about the radical rulings of our nation's Supreme Court... Public opinion has become largely divided over issues involving gun control, state and local law enforcement, and abortion, 
Regardless of which side of the fence you fall on, it's nearly impossible to argue that we are at a point in history that will go down in infamy as being the most highly charged, significant evaluations of current policy and law that we've ever seen. Uh, it seems the efforts of former President Trump were not in vain as he strategically appointed members of the United States Supreme Court that held similar conservative views. He carefully selected members whose allegiance to the United States Constitution drove their decision-making process. Why did he do this? He and members of the Federalist Society believe that it is time to check federal power, protect individual liberties, and interpret, interpret the U.S. Constitution according to its original and intended meaning. Simply put, there has been an imbalance of left-centered power for far too long, with several prominent Democratic figures seeking more control and influence than should be allowed in a true democracy. We, we the, the people, people is a concept that has taken a backseat to big government for far too long and the strategic appointment of conservative justices to the nation's highest court. And the implications of such an action are now too long reaching and significant to ignore. So yeah, uh, some of the, some of the, um, obvious ones is Roe v. Wade. That's probably like the biggest decision that's come out. Um, recently it's, it's just got, it's just got like a lot of people like just severely upset about this. Uh, real quick. I got a video of, uh, my favorite, progressive uh i i don't know what you want to call them political commentators the young turks but she she went off about this let's go ahead and watch this we're moving backwards this country is devolving women's ability to make decisions about their own bodies have been stripped away from them and for all of the right wingers that are telling you it's okay it's okay everyone calm down it's just it's up to the states now it's up to the states to decide well these anti-reproductive rights zealots are currently working on what their next agenda item is which is ensuring that the federal government codify the ban of reproductive rights, the, the banning of women being able to make decisions about their own bodies. And considering the unbelievable corruption and incompetence of the mainstream Democratic Party, there's really no fierce opposition preventing the right wing from doing what they've clearly stated they intend to do. No offense, but it sounds like some fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> just the way that they like always frame it like a woman's right to choose what she does with her body it's 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 not your body it's literally another body inside of you and then they they she goes on to say like uh reproductive health care or whatever she said i don't i don't remember i but uh like they're they're only they're only focused on one thing it's not the reproductive health that they're worried about it's about the abortion that's why i hate the well, way that they okay. they use the term <laughs> pro choice they're pro abortion that's all it is i, I mean, feel like it's the same thing with uh, the transgender community and the gay community how they keep saying they're fighting for rights that they already have 
You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. They're fighting for rights that they already have. Women are fighting for rights for something. They think they're fighting for women's rights, but they're not. They're, you know, we're what that's all about is the life inside of you, lady, that you're trying to oust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At six months, eight months, even apparently now they're talking about doing it after it's born. Like, are you fucking yeah. serious? Who yeah, would people, think go this look is up, okay? Ah, uh, uh, what? Uh, Gosnell, Gosnell. Go look up Gosnell and see what he was doing and see how, like, that that story right there is just absolutely sickening to me. Like, if you actually go and look at, like, what some of these people have been doing... Uh, when it comes to like late term abortions and like where and she's not wrong when she says that like uh like the right wing definitely wants to codify the law to where like all abortion is illegal she's she's not wrong i i've said it before i that's that's the way that i view it i don't want any abortions happening life begins at conception but uh Getting back into this article. I was reading a little bit about this Kermit Gosnell. Yeah, he's... Yeah, you should definitely look into it. It's it's really sick. Okay, so Roe v. Wade. The gavel dropped and the future of law surrounding abortions in this country changed forever. The overturn of Roe v. Wade gave constitutional rights and powers back to individual states, rather than giving the federal government jurisdiction over women's rights across the country. While uninformed and uninformed abortion rights activists across the country cried foul, they failed to see the significance of giving the power back to the people. This is a significant example of the fact that big government control is slowly slipping and that we can look forward to more life, liberty, and happiness pursuits as states begin the process of advocating for their own citizens. If you don't like where you're living, ladies, consider another location. Ah, I lost your image. Where'd you go? I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, literally, like, I mean, every every argument that they have about this, it's like they, they just want, like, this authoritarian federal, like, grip on this country. And it's like, that's that's not, like, that's not what our founding fathers intended for this country. I mean, you can, like, look at it when you, like, look at the, at, um, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Like, it's not, like, rights that are, like, given to us. Like everything in there is trying to limit the power of the government and like have people, they, they know what rights people have. And I mean, when they, they talk about like, uh, the right to abortion is just like the women never had a right to an abortion. It's, it's not in the constitution. Yeah. No, they, they, it's like, even when you look at like Roe v. Wade, I mean, that decision was honestly just like an interpretation of like right to privacy and right to what the doctor is allowed to do. I mean, uh, it's really crazy, but, uh, next, especially since we've been, uh, talking a lot about like gun control recently, uh, the Supreme court made a ruling in New York that was like huge because New York is definitely one of those States that is like a big gun control state. Like it's, it's, it's hard to own guns there. 
But uh, the right to bear arms, the Second Amendment right to bear arms was significantly impacted with the rejection of New York State Rifle and Pistol versus Bruin, which would have mandated special certifications, not to mention lots of red tape, for the privilege to carry firearms in public. This strikes fear in the hearts of every deep state dope. As the right to defend ourselves with a firearm remains in place. While certifications vary from state to state, this was a big win for those wishing to protect precious family and friends from the long and corrupt arm of the federal law. Justice Clarence Thomas weighed in on the controversial issue, encouraging states to weigh individual decisions and give consideration to criminal history and possession protocols when crafting subsequent laws. So, yeah, pretty much the Supreme Court said, yes, the Second Amendment gives you the right to be out in public and have a gun on you. And New York was trying to, like, create, like, all these special uh, certificates that you had to, like, have just to be able to do that. And, I mean, like, when you look at, like, and, like, this this goes for, like, all states. Like, uh, New Jersey, I know something about them. Like, you, like if you're going to carry... Like just in your car, you have to have your your gun locked away in the trunk, and then your magazine and ammunition up in the glove box. Like you can't have them close together. And yeah, that's never made sense to me in any situation. How they say you're supposed to separate the ammo from the gun. The whole point of the gun is for protection. If I have to exactly. load, I have if I have to try and ask the criminal or the person that's ready to shoot me to wait. While I go get my bullet, so it's a fair fight. How many of you think they're actually going to wait for you to get your clip, put it in your gun, and go at it? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the whole separation of ammunition and the firearm is... You might as well just take the guns away if you're going to do that. You know what I mean? Because it's about the same damn difference. They're trying. honestly what they want to do. That's... Like, for years, they have always said, nobody's trying to take your guns away. But now a big thing is, like, they just want to ban all guns. Like, it's, like... Oh, I think it's funny when they blame uh, blame guns on ch- child deaths because the parents, mm-hmm. you know... But that's... It's not it's not a gun situation. It is a parent no. situation. Mm-hmm. I know several children. I know, uh, like, I've got buddies that have children that are severe gun owners. You know what I mean? They got... My buddy that I won't name his name has two boys, and he's literally got a six foot tall gun safe that is so full that if he doesn't stack them in there right, they fall out if he opens the door, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Hell and yeah. these boys that he, you know, that he's raising, he has taught them gun safety, all about guns, where the safeties are on guns, how to use guns, how to fire guns, how to load guns. It's the knowledge that the kids need so they don't do this. That's a good thing. You know, and, and, it, and it all comes back. I mean, we've had this uh, discussion several times on other shows. You know, it all comes back to the parenting in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all these parents expect everything else and everybody else to raise their kids but them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to. They want big daddy uh, government to direct. Yeah, you see these people driving around in really nice vehicles and everything with their kids in the back, but what are their kids doing? I know when I was a kid, we used to annoy the shit out of our parents, you know, and talk oh, to yeah. them and, you know, and stuff. But now they just you just see these kids like robots. I have seen them stare out the window at me like some lulled deer in headlights. Yeah. 
and then look back down at their screen like you know yes i seen another human okay good back to my screen you know hey, that's another that's another thing uh, uh the robotic the show we had yeah with the movies like uh well i i was gonna go more for uh like the zombie movies like uh like the zombie uh uh invasion or whatever uh like like people are literally like mindless zombies these days just you know what's you know that's something else i'm only going to touch on this for just a little bit because i know we got to move on but that's something else that scares me when you watch zombies movies with your with your parents when you were younger you know you were thinking dude that would be crazy that'll never happen but that would be crazy if it happened mm-hmm. but now with all this Genetic manipulation, uh, the DNA researches that they do, the, you know, manufactured viruses that they have floating around in and out of laboratories. It scares me, man. Like, what if that really is? And I don't think it would be like a a dead coming back to life thing. It would be almost like, you, you remember the movie Legend? I Am Legend? Oh, yeah. I think it would be something more like that. Like, it would just make people go absolutely nuts. But I guess, uh... Uh, that that just made me think of something like, um, cause like they really did, uh, portray that as kind of like, um, like a weird sort of like zombie, like everybody thought, thought that like it was a zombie, but I guess like if you go back in, uh, I think it was, uh, it was either a book or as a uh, graphic novel or something. I can't remember, but, uh, they were actually supposed to be vampires. Like it was supposed to be like, it was like about, I mean, they kind of were when they, they kind of yeah, like, were yeah. like when you had like the sunlight and all that stuff, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get back into this. Uh, we got some... This one I, I, I particularly like because I, I just hate, like, West federal government EPA. control and all that. But, uh, yeah, the West Virginia versus EPA. So, anybody who does not know who the EPA is, they they are the Environmental Protection Agency. But... The court dealt a major blow to the Biden administration and its efforts to address climate change with the West Virginia ruling against the Environmental Protection Agency. They reviewed a 1970 provision of the Clean Air Act, giving the EPA expansive power to issue rules targeting carbon emissions at power plants. In a stunning stunning 6-3 majority favoring the conservatives, Justice Judges reversed the ruling, causing other regulatory agencies such as the FDA, the CDC, and even the IRS to run scrambling to convert some of their most oppressive statutes into law to prevent a collapse of agency infrastructure. According to a legal doctrine known as the Major Questions Doctrine, a regulatory agency must receive permission from Congress in order to issue a rule with major economic and political impacts. If an agency does not have proper grounds on which to levy new rules and restrictions, then they do not have to be followed. Can you imagine what this means going forward for wearing masks, getting vaccinated, paying taxes according to changing tax laws, evaluating new products against Food and Drug Administration standards? As part of this ruling... I will not get a shot. I will not. No. You can keep your uh, Fauci-ouchie out. I want it. Yep. I I got an immune system. I don't need that shit. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) 
As word of this ruling breaks uh, begins to sneak out, I anticipate that this might cause some pushback from those of us that are tired of oppressive and unfounded regulations on nearly all aspects of our life. Um, but real quick, I got another video uh, of a reaction over this. In a 6-3 decision, the Supreme Court basically just told the EPA to go fuck itself. This new ruling basically is like telling Congress that it has to be the one to figure out legislation to regulate greenhouse gases and that the Environmental Protection Agency, which theoretically protects the environment, is no longer involved in that. So the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, in case you misheard me, is no longer allowed to regulate the environment anymore. Environmental law experts that we spoke to don't even think that the Supreme Court should have heard this case. It pertains to an Obama-era EPA rule called the Clean Power Plan, which never actually went into effect. And the plaintiffs in this case were coal companies in Republican states. And it's not like the Clean Power Plan actually harmed them. So thanks, Supreme Court, for getting rid of the federal government's ability to address climate change. You rule. I like her tattoos. <sighs> I don't like anything about her. <laughs> I like her tattoos. Oh, these these people seriously like they are like literal bootlickers. I mean, they just want the federal government to have all this power and all this control, and it's like <clears throat> it's it's really ridiculous. I mean, I I I don't get the mindset of these people who think like the like the government should like especially like the bureaucratic system of the like the federal government like when you like look at like the deep state and all that stuff like how these people think that un unelected officials like people that we don't choose to be in there should have all this power over us like the whole cdc and the wearing mask things like how they could legitimately try to put that out there like we're supposed to just wear these masks because they tell them yep like I said before, dude, one, the masks that they were passing out were not as protective as they say they are. If you can smoke a cigarette through a mask, in my opinion, it is not protecting you from anything. Well, and and that, it's also not thing. healthy to breathe into the mask over and over. Like, I've seen people in factories wearing these things, man, when it was like 90 to 100 degrees out. Yeah, they That's they asinine. Yeah, they tried to get to get us to do that at uh, where I was working, and I was like, uh, "No, I'm not. I'm not wearing that during the summer." And yeah, no, I'm I told him straight up, "Look, if I have to go into the office, I'll put a mask on real quick. But if I'm just out here in the plant where it's a hundred degrees, I'm not breathing my breath over and over again while I'm sweating." Like the, the biggest, honestly, the biggest thing that like drove me crazy about the whole mask thing was like people were acting like the mask actually like we're protecting them and that's like right. a big reason why a lot of people were doing it but i mean like the whole point of the mask was so you don't cough on other people like you're you're wearing the mask to protect others and when you get down to it if you're not sick you don't need a mask well here's my thing what what happened to common flipping sense oh dude it's a superpower these days when you go to cough you turn your head, cover your mouth, 
It's that well, easy. Not with your hand. <coughs> not. <coughs> See, it's just don't, like don't that, use, guys. Don't use your hands. That's gross. Don't go yeah, shaking my you, hand now. And you, and you wipe it off. <laughs> just spread the germs all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great, bud. That's great. It's oh, better than boy. in your face, isn't it? And I wouldn't yeah, cough. I mean, I'm not one of those people that would cough in my hand and then turn around and try and shake your hand. I'd probably be like, "Stop." <laughs> Man, a lot, a lot of that stuff was just crazy. That just got me thinking of like all the people that were, uh, like, I saw like a lot of these videos were like people were like going into like the produce section of stores and they were literally like coughing and sneezing like like intentionally on produce and all this. Oh wow, really? Like yeah, and then there was a big thing uh, where people were going into, like, the frozen food section, getting out tubs of ice cream, opening them up, licking them, and putting them back. Guess what happened to those people? I hope they, they recorded themselves. And they got arrested because they recorded themselves doing a crime. But why? People I'm are just, stupid. I'm just, what? Like, people yeah. were actually doing that? Yeah. Yeah. See, the only thing that I ever had against, like, the whole COVID thing, like, I could deal with the mask to go in the store long enough to do my shopping when it was prominent or whatever. You know, and, and I could deal with mask if I had to go in somewhere, but it wasn't, you know, any kind of, like, lengthy time. I was cool with it. But if it was lengthy time, like like we were discussing at work, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. You know? Oh, I didn't but even the, like it for the stores. My I mean, biggest like- fight... My biggest fight for the whole thing was the whole shot thing. When they started shoving this shot down people's throat, and businesses even. I've got friends that did not want to get that shot, but because they were in such a corner where I can't lose my job, man, it's, you know, i got to pay for another, my babies in my house. Uh, and, that's another big prop to the uh, Supreme Court. Like, they were trying to get it uh, where, like, another bureaucratic federal institution, OSHA, was uh, going to mandate all businesses, like all, all, uh, like, like not like like real small businesses. Uh, pretty much like uh, it was like a certain amount of people that you had to have working for you, but they were going to require these businesses to mandate their employees to be vaccinated. And like, if they didn't do it, then they would be fined by the federal government. But the Supreme Court shot that down and said, "No, you can't do that." And I was Thank like, goodness. Great. Because I'll be coming across. You had a bunch of people like, like you had a bunch (laughs) of people. I saw tons of videos of people just like walking off the job, like just yeah, yeah. If it became mandatory at any job that you had to get that done from now on, I'd become a prostitute. (laughs) I'd just start selling my body to women, only women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the occasional sniff and tug. No. <clears throat> no, oh, I'm gosh. sorry. Yeah, that, that's just that. I, that's just a, you know. And um, one of the guys that, I was talking that, about maybe yeah, have right. it on the show sometime. Uh, he was saying that he actually he actually seen something inside the shot when they gave him his. Like it was small, and it was like a little black little fleck in there. Hmm. But he said he definitely seen something in there. Now, I don't know if his eyes were playing with him or whatever, but that's my fear. Mm-hmm. What do you guys got in there? Not only that, but, like, think about, uh, what was it? 
I can't remember how many years ago it was, but they actually came out, a doctor came out and said that a lot of the medicines that they hand out are placebos. You know what I mean? They're like water pills, mm-hmm. you know? So you take this pill thinking it's going to work the way you want it to, and it does because your mind says it does. So what's to say... powerful. Yeah, so what's to say you shoot me with this in here is exactly what you say it is. You know, I don't believe... I can't even trust you to manage my fucking... You know, the national the money, thing, <laughs> let alone my the body. The biggest thing that drove me crazy with like the vaccines and all that stuff, like really like the whole COVID situation, is that they just kept on like contradicting themselves time after time. Like we talk about like the mask mandates, like when they when COVID first came out, like they were literally like telling people like don't wear mask, you don't need to wear mask, you don't need to wear mask, mm-hmm. and then they came out, well you need to wear mask, and they're like oh well maybe you should put two masks on. And then they, when it got to the vaccines, like they were saying, "Oh well, um, if you get this vaccine, you're 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 not going to get COVID." And then when people I, started getting COVID, and they were like, "Oh well, these are these are these uh, rare cases. These are no, no." When that uh, stuff was so bad, I seen a chick come into the gas station. I was in there getting coffee, getting ready to go to work. I seen this girl come in with gloves. Two face masks, a face shield, <laughs> and that goes and an apron. That goes back to like, like these, these. It it was all like, like selfish motives. Like I don't want to get sick. Like that's why. That's that's. Like nobody wants to get sick, but you know if right. you, if you keep trusting yourself. If you keep pumping your body full of drugs and and everything else, the one thing that we have in our body that's supposed to fight that stuff off is not going to fight that stuff off anymore. I mean, that's what people don't understand. Overeating. I mean, like all these people that like constantly eat like McDonald's. Yeah, I know. I've seen. Oh, that's uh, horrible food. Like, oh, dude, like the 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 food that's being fed to us is just that we willingly buy. All because it's popular. You know, it's not because it doesn't even have to be good food. I could make a shit sandwich, and if it started hitting the trend value, people would start buying it. No doubt. Coming near you, the shit sandwich. Oh, dude, I got to get me one of those. That thing looks delicious. It's No, the way that you got to market it is it's seasonal. It's only going to be around for a short period of time. Get it while you you can. Two months. Like the McRib. The McRib is back. I gotta go get it. Like, how many families do you think out there, honestly, in the U.S., actually sit down and have dinner with their children? Oh, dude, it's becoming rare. Actually cook it. You know, how many moms out there actually cook? Or dads. I, I was the cook in my family. You know what I mean? I always cook. But how many people do that? Like, I still cook home-cooked meals. My kids still come over. You know, even though they don't even live here, if they find out I'm making certain foods, they're on their way. <laughs> you know, they, but we don't, there's, there's not a lot of that. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's just, there's there's just, there's too much segregation in the world. And not just from, like, you and your neighbor, but from your family, too. Mm-hmm. You know, people stay in touch with each other through Facebook and everything, but... Hell, anymore, there'd be family sitting in the same damn room texting each other instead of actually vocalizing what they want to say, you know? I will throw my phone at somebody if they text me while they're sitting next to me. 
Hey, the only way that it's okay to text somebody that's sitting right next to you is if they're the DM and you're a character and you want to <laughs> say something secretively. That's it. That's it. If the dude's right next to you, just turn to him and say, hey. <laughs> you know. What's up, bud? Right. How's your day going? Uh, and uh, before before we uh, get too far, the last one was uh, the church versus state segregation. Uh I won't worry about pulling it up. Uh, it was, it was uh, in yet another victory uh, for yeah. the conservative court. Maine has prohibited from exclude was prohibited from excluding religious education opportunities from the voucher program offered to parents who live in rural areas without public school offerings. This further blurs the lines between church and state, allowing parents a bit more voice and choice on what kind of education opportunities they choose for their children. That's that's a good win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a lot, a lot of people uh, look at like uh, the separation of like church and state. Like you can't have like any like religion in government institutions. Like that's never like if you read like um, a lot of the uh, like founding fathers documents. Uh, I, I want to say it was like Thomas Jefferson who was writing about it, but like he he like said something about like we need to create like a hedge between like the church and the state, and like what he meant by that is like the state shouldn't dictate like religion like on people, like people should have the right to practice their religion. I mean, it's not meant to say like uh, the government can't like say anything about religion. It's just people should be free to choose like if you want to be a muslim be a muslim if you want to be christian be a christian if you want to practice whatever new religion they're coming out with these days scientology that's that's a weird one but uh yeah but you know teach his own however you want mm -hmm. to worship or whatever you want to worship is your human right you know it's your decision it's your opinion it's your thoughts and you are allowed to them the problem is, is there's a lot of people out there trying to say, no, you're not allowed to think differently than me. You're not allowed to have an opinion that, that contradicts mine. You know what I mean? There's too much of that going in the U.S. right well, now. Well, the, the, the real problem, the real problem of it is that there's uh, only uh, one right way to practice your religion, no. and that is uh, Christianity. No. Shush. That, that is a wrong statement. Because you don't know. You want to worship that? You want to worship that, and that's fine. And if you feel that glorious feeling inside you that says that the way you're doing it is right, that's fine. But you know what? There's a lot of other people with other religions that feel the mm -hmm. same way about their religion. <laughs> and you are just as wrong as anybody else that tells them that that's not the right way because nobody knows what the right way is. Everybody has I do. the right to believe what they want. Oh, definitely. Believe. You know, like I like I, I told I've told tons of people like I, I don't I don't want a theocracy. I, I absolutely like hate the concept of it. If you look like back through history, like with the Roman Catholic Church and like uh, Germany with like their the the whole Lutheran situation where like they were baptizing babies and like they were Lutheran from birth and all that. I mean, theocracies don't work um, because it gets to the point where like people are just like saying like yeah i'm a part of this religion but they don't actually believe the religion um so i'm definitely not not for like forcing it like uh 
I mean, I, I do believe that my religion is the only one that's right. Um, it would be like kind of, uh, retarded for me to call myself a Christian and like have the thought in my mind that another religion could be right. I mean, but isn't it, isn't it Christian of you to have an open mind though? Isn't that what they try and teach is to have an open mind? I know they want you to pass the, pass the word of God and everything, but you know, it's no, the Bible says don't put anything else before God. Well, no. Yeah. Including your family and everything else. That's why I don't like religion. My family and my mind comes first. If I did enter any kind of religion, my family would still come first. No religion, no person, no government is going to tell me how to love or raise my children, period. Mm-hmm. You know? And I can, I can I, understand that, but... That's why I got a problem with... Uh, oh, what the hell is it called? Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, they're right. I got a buddy. You know the buddy. Uh, but he grew up in a Jehovah's Witness family. And uh, his sister got disowned by his mom because she kissed a man out of wedlock and her church told her to disown her child, so she did, over a kiss. You know what I mean? And that's that That to me is, is just, it's mind-blowing, man, that you can, you want to talk about government control, and you know what? Religions control you just as much as a government does. They just have less pull than the government does. They tell you to I do something, to that you to do it. I, I can agree to that to an extent. I mean, but I and mean, I'm that, not knocking that, religion that gets, by any that, means. But that gets that just gets back to like with the same point with religion. It's uh, people are only controlled by it because they they don't do their own research and homework about it. Like they let people just like tell them like how they're supposed to act and all that stuff. Um, I, I I think it's a I think it's a silly thing to say that like religion is like controlling me i'm not being controlled by religion i'm being controlled by like what i read through the bible like i mean obviously you could say that if like i didn't have a way to like read the bible and stuff like that and somebody was just telling me hey this is what the book says this is what you have to do but like when i can actually like go through and read and i can read like all the different translations and i can study it and i mean I don't know. I, I, I can see your point, like, uh, to an extent, like, yeah, it's the same thing with the government and, like, all these laws that they're trying to pass where, like, they're being told something, but they're not actually looking into it. So, Well, think about amendments, okay, when it comes to constitutional rights and amendments and everything like that and how they revise them and rewrite them and fix them and correct them. And It's the same thing with religion, if you think about it. How many times has the Bible been revised and rewritten? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can go back to like the founding. But you can go back to the like like there's literally people that like study like the the original language and like they they. I mean, at some point, I mean, I I I just gotta have faith. Yeah, and that's what religion is all about. mm -hmm. But all right, Uh, I do. That's pretty much. uh, We need all I got. I'm a. That's pretty much all I got. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw this ad up uh, real quick again just for people to know. Uh, you can find the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on CastBox. Uh, we got the video on YouTube and also on Rumble. So if there's ever an instance where you go to looking for us on YouTube and we're not there, go over to Rumble. We're over there. Check us out. Um, you can also go to the website, coupleofhoosiers.com. 
Uh, go there, subscribe with your email, and you can get everything that I post on there sent straight to your email so you can keep up to date with what is going on with the podcast. we got a lot of big things coming in the future, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. Um, but with the website, you can get the episodes from there. You can get the video. You can get the audio. You can get the blogs. You can get everything that we do straight from the website so you don't have to use all these other different apps or whatever. But, um, yeah, uh, that's probably going to be it for this episode. Any closing statements? Uh, again, if you ever think that any of our facts are not correct, look them up. Correct us if we're for wrong, you know, we'll have a discussion about it, stay alert, you know, kind of pay attention to what the hell's going on, man, because we're all Americans in this, you know, bottom yeah. line, that's what it draws down to, we're all Americans in this. Definitely, definitely. Um, you saying that made me think um, with uh, YouTube, uh, if you're watching on there, or even Rumble, um a big thing with the algorithm on there that um, will help get our podcast out there is by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Um, we we do have a donation tab in our uh, website. I don't expect people to give money, uh, but if you do watch this and you like it and you want to support the podcast and support what we're doing, the biggest thing that you could do is share the podcast out, tell people about us. Word of mouth is the biggest way that we can get uh, the news spread out about what we're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk about the podcast. Talk to people about it. Tell them to come check us out. I mean, even if you don't like what I'm doing. I, I don't I don't care. You can be a you can be a hate watcher. You can comment down in the comment section about how you think what we're saying is dumb and you don't like it. And if if you make it funny enough, I'll probably uh, read it during the podcast just because I want people to comment. I'm desperate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, sign out, and that's gonna be it for this. But you guys take it easy. Have a good day. Have a good night. We'll see you next week.